Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm China. Today is the 22nd day of February. Welcome. It is so great to be here with you today. Our team is back. My family is home. They made it safe and sound. They're exhausted. They're happy to be sleeping in their own beds, not to be unpacking from their suitcase and packing back up and traveling and um, holding all the memories and the the sweet conversations. The sights all in their hearts and um, I'll let mom share next week when she comes back but thank you for your prayers we are very happy to have them home just continue praying for them this week and for really everybody else um, who's been on the the trip the pilgrimage just um, hopefully everybody is back home back safe and if not just be praying over their travels as well and just the the memories that were had to be forever kindled in their hearts and it's so hard to come back to um, like real life after that trip because nobody else gets it. And you know, the Bible comes alive to you and you just had this mountaintop experience that was so real and then you gotta go back to work. You gotta get back into your daily life and nobody else gets it. And so just be praying for their hearts as well. We're continuing our story in the book of Leviticus with chapters 26 through 27 in the New Living Translation for this week. Do not make idols or set up carved images or sacred pillars or sculptured stones in your land so that you may worship them. I am the Lord your God. You must keep my Sabbath days of rest and show reverence for my sanctuary. I am the Lord. If you follow my decrees and are careful to obey my commands, I will send you the seasonal rains. The land will then yield its crops, and the trees of the field will produce their fruit. Your threshing season will overlap with the grape harvest, and your grape harvest will overlap with the season of planting grain. You will eat your fill and live securely in your own land. I will give you peace in the land, and you will be able to sleep with no cause for fear. I will rid the land of wild animals and keep your enemies out of your land. In fact, you will chase down your enemies and slaughter them with your swords. Five of you will chase a hundred, and a hundred of you will chase ten thousand. All of your enemies will fall beneath your sword. I will look favorably upon you, making you fertile and multiplying your people. And I will fulfill my covenant with you. You will have such a surplus of crops that you will need to clear out the old grain to make room for the new harvest. I will live among you, and I will not despise you. I will walk among you, and I will be your God, and you will be my people. I am the Lord your God, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt, so that you would no longer be their slaves. I broke the yoke of slavery from your neck, so that you can walk with your heads held high. However, if you do not listen to me or obey all these commands, and if you break my covenant by rejecting my decrees, treating my regulations with contempt, and refusing to obey my commands, I will punish you. I will bring sudden terrors upon you, wasting diseases and burning fevers that will cause your eyes to fail and your life to ebb away. You will plant your crops in vain because your enemies will eat them. I will turn against you and you will be defeated by your enemies. Those who hate you will rule over you and you will run even when no one is chasing you. And if in spite of all this you still disobey me, I will punish you seven times over for your sins. I will break your proud spirit by making the skies as unyielding as iron and the earth as hard as bronze. All your work will be for nothing. 
for your land will yield no crops, and your trees will bear no fruit. If even then you remain hostile towards me and refuse to obey me, I will inflict disaster on you seven times over for your sins. I will send wild animals that will rob you of your children and destroy your livestock. Your numbers will dwindle, and your roads will be deserted. And if you fail to learn the lesson and continue your hostility toward me, then I myself will be hostile towards you. I will personally strike you with calamity seven times over for your sins. I will send armies against you to carry out the curse of the covenant you have broken. When you run to your towns for safety, I will send a plague to destroy you there, and you will be handed over to your enemies. I will destroy your food supply, so that ten women will need only one oven to bake bread for their families. They will ration your food by weight, and though you have food to eat, you will not be satisfied. If in spite of all this you still refuse to listen and still remain hostile toward me, then I will give full vent to my hostility. I will punish you seven times over for your sins. Then you will eat the flesh of your own sons and daughters. I will destroy your pagan shrines and knock down your places of worship. I will leave your lifeless corpses piled on top of your lifeless idols, and I will despise you. I will make your cities desolate and destroy your places of pagan worship. I will take no pleasure in your offerings that should be a pleasing aroma to me. Yes, I myself will devastate your land, and your enemies who come to occupy it will be appalled at what they see. I will scatter you among the nations and bring out my sword against you. Your land will become desolate, and your cities will lie in ruins. Then at last the land will enjoy its neglected Sabbath years, as it lies desolate while you are in exile in the land of your enemies. Then the land will finally rest and enjoy the Sabbath it missed. As long as the land lies in ruins, it will enjoy the rest you never allowed it to take every seventh year while you lived in it. And for those of you who survive, I will demoralize you in the land of your enemies. You will live in such fear that the sound of a leaf driven by the wind will send you fleeing. You will run as though fleeing from a sword, and you will fall even when no one pursues you. Though no one is chasing you, you will stumble over each other as though fleeing from a sword. You will have no power to stand up against your enemies. You will die among the foreign nations and be devoured in the land of your enemies. Those of you who survive will waste away in your enemies' lands because of their sins and the sins of their ancestors. But at last, my people will confess their sins and the sins of their ancestors for betraying me and being hostile towards me. When I have turned their hostility back on them and brought them to the land of their enemies, then at last their stubborn hearts will be humbled and they will pay for their sins. Then I will remember my covenant with Jacob and my covenant with Isaac and my covenant with Abraham, and I will remember the land. For the land must be abandoned to enjoy its years of Sabbath, rest as it lies deserted. At last the people will pay for their sins. For they have continually rejected my regulations and despised my decrees. But despite all this, I will not utterly reject or despise them while they are in exile in the land of their enemies. I will not cancel my covenant with them by wiping them out, for I am the Lord their God. For their sakes, I will remember my ancient covenant with their ancestors, whom I brought out of the land of Egypt in the sight of all the nations, that I may be their God. I am the Lord. These are the decrees, regulations, and instructions that the Lord gave through Moses on Mount Sinai as evidence of the relationship between himself and the Israelites. 
the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. If anyone makes a special vow to dedicate someone to the Lord by paying the value of that person, here is the scale of values to be used. A man between the ages of 20 and 60 is valued at 50 shekels of silver, as measured by the sanctuary shekel. A woman of that age is valued at 30 shekels of silver. A boy between the ages of 5 and 20 is valued at 20 shekels of silver. A girl of that age is valued at 10 shekels of silver. A boy between the ages of 1 month and 5 years is valued at 5 shekels of silver. A girl of that age is valued at 3 shekels of silver. A man older than 60 is valued at 15 shekels of silver. A woman of that age is valued at 10 shekels of silver. You desire to make such a vow but cannot afford to pay the required amount. Take the person to the priest. He will determine the amount for you to pay based on what you can afford. If your vow involves giving an animal that is acceptable as an offering to the Lord, any gift to the Lord will be considered holy. You may not exchange or substitute it for another animal, either a good animal or a bad one, nor a bad animal for a good one. But if you do exchange one animal for another, then both the original animal and its substitute will be considered holy. If your vow involves an unclean animal, one that is not acceptable as an offering to the Lord, then you must bring the animal to the priest. He will assess its value, and his, assign- his assessments will be final, whether high or low. If you want to buy back the animal, you must pay the value set by the priest, less 20%. If someone dedicates a house to the Lord, the priest will come to assess its value. The priest's assessment will be final, whether high or low. If the person who dedicated the house wants to buy it back, he must pay the value set by the priest, plus 20%, and the house it will again be his. If someone dedicates to the Lord a piece of his family property, its value will be assessed according to the amount of seed required to plant it. Fifty shekels of silver, or a field, planted with five bushels of barley seed. If the field is dedicated to the Lord in the year of Jubilee, then the entire assessment will apply. But if the field is dedicated after the year of Jubilee, the priest will assess the land's value in proportion to the number of years left until the next year of Jubilee, but its assessed value is reduced each year. If the person who dedicated the field wants to buy it back, he must pay the value set by the priest, plus 20%. Then the field will again be legally his. But if he does not want to buy it back, and it is sold to someone else, the field can no longer be bought back. When the field is released in the, Jub- the year of Jubilee, it will be a holy field, specially set apart for the Lord. It will become the property of the priests. If someone dedicates to the Lord a field he has purchased, but with it, but which is not part of his family property, the priest will assess its value based on the number of years left until the year of Jubilee. On that day, he must give the assessed value of the land as a sacred donation to the Lord. In the year of Jubilee, the field must be returned to the person from whom he purchased it and the one who inherited it as a family property. All the payments must be measured by the weight of the sanctuary shekel, which equals 20 giras. You may not dedicate a firstborn animal to the Lord, for the firstborn of your cattle, sheep and goats, already belong to him. However, you may buy back the firstborn of a ceremonially unclean animal by paying the priest's assessment of its worth, plus 20%. 
If you do not buy it back, the priest will sell it at its assessed value. However, anything specially set apart for the Lord, whether a person, an animal, or family property, must never be sold or bought back. Anything devoted in this way has been set apart as holy, and it belongs to the Lord. No person specially set apart for destruction may be bought back. Such a person must be put to death. One-tenth of the produce of the land, whether grain from the fields or fruit from the trees, belongs to the Lord and must be set apart to him as holy. If you want to buy back the Lord's tenth of the grain or, or fruit, you must pay its value, plus 20%. Count off every tenth animal from your herds and flocks and set them apart for the Lord as holy. You may not pick and choose between good and bad animals, and you may not substitute one for another. But if you do exchange one animal for another, then both the original animal and its substitute will be considered holy and cannot be bought back. These are the commands that the Lord gave through Moses on Mount Sinai for the Israelites. So the Lord is again reiterating his vow, his covenant, and he's giving you know, these are the blessings. This is the fruit of obedience. This is what I will do for you. And it's like the ultimate covering. They have so much um, fruit from their, I mean, uh, like bountiful fruit, not like the actual fruit that you eat, um, like the sweet fruits, but like the fruits of harvest. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, I was going to say that they're spelled different, but they're not. <laughs> Love our English language. Um, there'll be so much harvest that you won't even know what to do with it. I will make sure that your enemies are, are covered. Um, you're going to have a, yeah, a surplus of crops that you'll need to clear out the old grain to make room for the new harvest. I'm going to live among you. I'm not going to despise you. I will walk among you. I'll be your God and you'll be your people. I am the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt so that you would no longer be their slaves. I broke the yoke of slavery from your neck so that you can walk with your heads held high. And this is the part that is what a parent would do. I'm like, okay, Lord, this is a little... There's part of me that's like, okay, this feels intense. Like, this feels extreme. But I think what he's really trying to say is like, listen, the better choice is that you listen to me. It's not because I want to be rude and I want to harm you. It's like this is the better choice is to obey what I have and for me to be on your side. So like, here's your choices, you know, like that's kind of where I'm at. Like, okay, Reagan, like you get to choose, but here's your choices. And uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Like she has this sensory bin that she loves and it stretches me so much because it's a mess. And she goes, a mess. I'm like, yes, baby, we can, we can make messes, but we have to clean them up. And so she's so always so tempted to put it in her mouth. And she is, maybe she doesn't know. Maybe she doesn't put it together. And that's okay. But I tell her, if we put it in her mouth, we're all done. So she'll put it in her mouth. And I'll tell her, okay, honey, like you put it in your mouth, we're all done. So, of course, she gets dysregulated. She's upset. And I tell her, baby, we, we don't put the corn in our mouth. And we would choke. And so I clean it up. I put it away. And I bring her to something else. Now, nowhere near the, the grander scale of what we just read. But... I am understanding what the Lord is saying as a parent because now I am a parent of you have choices. But listen, the choice that you make that may cause you harm, I have to take these things away from you so that they don't harm you. And yeah, you may get upset. You may get dysregulated. You may get 
really frustrated. You may throw yourself on the floor and scream and cry. You know, like that may happen, but he's saying, I am the Lord, your God. I'm, I'm the one who gets to make these decisions. I'm sovereign. And so then we, we read the punishments of disobedience. There's a lot. And then the Lord is saying, listen, I also have redemption. And here's redemption gifts offered to the Lord. And we constantly see that God is a God of redemption. He's a God of second chances. He's a God who cares for his people. Even when he says, listen, choose this, choose me, choose my ways. And they don't. And so this concludes our reading of Exodus. We have, or sorry, our Leviticus. This, these are the things that the Lord is saying, follow my ordinances, keep my commands. I will be your people. You will be my people and I will be your God. Right? Like this sounds like a really great, I don't want to say deal, like a really great covenant. There's a lot in it for them. All they have to do is keep his commands and love the Lord. And it just doesn't seem to be as easy as it sounds. And so God, I pray that we would be a people here where people have got it wrong, where they have missed the mark, where they have chosen things other than you. Lord, I pray that our hearts would be aware and softened to recognize that this is us. We find ourselves in these stories. So I pray that we would humbly choose repentance and God, that we would turn away from our wickedness, our selfish desires and choose you, which is the right and good choice. And I thank you, God, for your covering over our lives because we are so undeserving. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is our website. That's the place of connection. It's where you can see what is happening here in the community, how to get connected and stay connected. So be sure to check that out. If you have prayer requests and things that we as a community can come alongside of you and encourage you and pray over you, then you can call in at 800-583-2164. Or if you listen through the app, you can send your prayer requests in through there. And those get sent in and played at the end of every day's podcast. That is all for today. I'm China. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hi, this is Joyfully Joe, and I'm calling because, Don, I heard you yesterday on Valentine's Day. It aired um, your prayer of thanksgiving for um, the encouragement that God has brought you about your your, um, prodigals. And I just wanted to lift up my voice with yours and say thank you, Holy Father God, for the encouragement that you bring to us, Lord God. Um, You give hope where there is no hope, Lord God. You um, encourage our hearts and lift our spirits, Lord God, by the way that you move and work in the lives of our prodigals, Lord God. Uh, You answer our prayers, Father. And we just want to say thank you, God. Um, Lord God, thank you for every opportunity to um, sow the gospel into their lives, Lord God, to say the words, Lord Father. Um, Sometimes we are to be silent, Lord God, but other times we're just to feed them with a pure milk of your word, Father, and um, comfort them, Lord God. I thank you for the opportunities, Lord God. I thank you for uh, humbling us and um, being um, 
just uh, in tune with your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for um, just opening the doors and softening our hearts and softening their hearts, Lord God. We pray that you continue bringing other Christians into their lives to speak the truth, Lord Father. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you um, would just remind them of the scriptures we taught them in their youth, Father, and um, Jesus, would you meet them in their dreams, Lord, in Jesus' name. Today is February the 15th. My name is Candy, a.k.a. Unraveled by God's Grace. This is for Walking in the Light in Tennessee. Her request was aired today uh, in regards to her and her son, Marcus. Heavenly Father, I come before you and place my sister and her son, Marcus, before your throne of of grace. Father, I ask in the name of Jesus for your inner peace to cover my sister and saturate her whole being, Lord. Strengthen her in her weaknesses and comfort her in her frustrations brought upon by her son's actions or lack thereof. Help her, Lord, to speak in love as you showed us or help her walk away until she can. Remind her that the enemy uses anyone and anything to push our buttons, to steal our joy, kill our peace, and destroy our testimony. Help her, Lord, to see past her son and to see the true enemy and stand in the power and authority that you have given us and show the devil the door out of her home. Let your peace rule in her home, Lord, and open the eyes of her son, Marcus, to see, Lord God, his heart to understand and receive the words of his mother. In the attitude of love, open his mind to know what he must do to be whom you have purposed and called him to be and help him, Lord, to put action to it. Father, I pray that you restore the peace in her home, Lord God, and that you would continue to be, Lord God, as always, the light in her walking in light in Tennessee. In Jesus' precious name, Lord God, we pray, giving you all honor, all glory, and all praise. Amen. Hello, Daily Audio Bible C. This is Elizabeth from Delaware, who usually listens to you, but I only usually call in on the, the regular DAB. But I heard Dwayne from Wisconsin, Wisconsin, who is our dear prayer warrior, who lifts up all of our children in his prayers. And he asked if we might, um, on the DAB chronological, if we would lift up his wife. I've forgotten her name. I think it might be Michelle, and I'm not sure that specific needs but Lord we know you know everything that Michelle or his wife needs Lord and we ask that you would heal her Lord and we we thank you Lord ahead of time for the healing that you're going to give her in Jesus name we pray and there's another prayer I'd like to pray over her it says we as a group bind the power and effects of all deceptions and lies upon Dwayne's wife and we lose her from the effects of every ungodly spirit that has gained access to her mind such as anxiety depression fear addictions pride and for anything, Lord Jesus, whatever is against your will for her, we, we bind it. And we close the doors of access that the enemy has used and apply the blood of the lamb over the lintels and doorposts in the spirit realm in her mind so that death and destruction may not enter. I declare or we declare and decree cleansing by the blood of Jesus from every defilement and decree full restoration and healing of Dwayne's wife her body, her soul, and spirit. And we bind the confusion and the blindness of the God of this world from her mind. And we ask you to loose the opening of her eyes to the understanding of the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We call forth every precious word of scripture that has ever entered into her mind and heart to rise up in power and be fully received and effectual. In Jesus' precious name we pray. We thank you, Lord, for all the miracle work you're doing 
in um, her life. And we thank you and ask you to spread this to all of us who hear this, that you love us, Lord, and you are our mighty Savior. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. God bless you. Hey, DABC family. This is your brother, Brother Lenny, the truth seeker calling out of Maryland. Wanted to call, pray for some uh, dabbers real quickly. Um, wanted to pray for our sister, Chicago Peg, and walking in the light in Tennessee. Father God, I thank you so much for this day. I thank you for my sister's um, Chicago Peg and walking in the light. God, you know that on January 14th, I believe Chicago Peg alluded to a need uh, that she had. And uh, I just thank you for the blessing that she is to the DABC community. Uh, and uh, you know what the situation is, God. You know what the need is. Just want to come and, and, and stand in covenant agreement with our dear sister right now that whatever it is that she needs, God, we know that you are a way maker, that you are the author and the finisher of our faith. So, God, I ask that you be with her now in whatever it is that she needs, God, and that you make the way to, uh, that no man can shut, that you just continue to uh, strengthen her and allow her to to receive the resources, receive the aid, receive whatever it is that she needs uh, in Jesus' name. God, we also lift up our, our dear sister walking in the light in Tennessee as she navigates uh, trying to be there for her son, Marcus. God, will you show up in that house like never before, Father God? Will you prick her son right now in the mighty name of Jesus and just um, uh, begin to speak to him, begin to show him your love, begin to show him the effect that his actions are having on his family? Will you strengthen our sister walking in the light? Um, give her your grace. Give her your peace. Uh, give her your strength. Give her your wisdom as she navigates this relationship with her son. I thank you for her transparency. I thank you for uh, just uh, allowing her to call in and to share the vulnerable moment of where she is in her life. And God, we're just believing that uh, you are making a way and you are doing what only you can do, which is showing up and showing out in her circumstance. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hi, everybody. This is Dawn from Ohio. I just wanted to call in today and pray for the sweet sister from Tennessee. Um, I forget the name that you call yourself, but I think you're from Tennessee and you have an adult son living home with you whose name is Marcus. Um, and I just felt as you were speaking, just the frustration that you're feeling. I can hear it in your voice. I can hear it in your spirit. Um, how sad and frustrated and upset you seem to be in regards to your adult son staying um, at home with you right now in your home. And so, sweet sister, I just wanna lift you up in prayer today. Um, I have adult children as well, and they don't live with me, um, but I have a feeling if they did, I probably would be experiencing the exact same things that you're experiencing. So I felt a lot of empathy for you um, as you were speaking. And I know sometimes our adult children can frustrate us so much that we just, we just want to lose our minds. So um, today, I just want to lift you up in prayer. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for this sweet sister who called in. Lord Jesus, um, on our journey as parents, God, I'm so grateful that you're with us every step of the way. Lord, we are not uh, perfect at all when it comes to parenting our children, our adult children. Um, there's different seasons and times for things, and we fall short all the time, God. But Lord Jesus, you are the perfect father. You are the perfect provider. You are the perfect um, lover of our souls. And so, Lord, I just lift up this sweet sister to you, and I just pray in your holy name, Lord, that she would just feel your peace, that she would see some 
improvement in her relationship with her son and that she won't allow the attacks of the enemy to um, take her off the path. May she be a light to her son. May she feel the comfort that only you can bring her, God. I love you, Jesus, and I praise you for what you're gonna do in her situation.